and gentlemen. Put your hands together. It's something special right here. Hey, yo, you know who this is. Baller alert. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Baller Alert Show. What it do, baby? It's OCT. The one and only Octavia to be more exact. <laughs> <laughs> your boy Ferrari Simmons. With your favorite Ethiopian Sue Solo. <laughs> This is the Baller Alert Show. It is going down right here in America right now as we speak. Raphael Warnock is officially Georgia's first ever black U.S. citizen. Yes, we just hopping right into it just in case you missed it, y'all. Raphael Warnock is and John Ossoff is just in case you missed it. They done took that sentence seat, y'all. Yeah, they didn't Kim Kardashian. They didn't Kim Kardashian the whole race. They didn't drove these folks crazy. And I know uh, we're gonna talk about that in a second, but go ahead and finish what we're gonna finish because I'm a, I'm gonna do the call. I'm Speaking the of call. Kim Kardashian, she sells twenty percent of KKW Beauty for two hundred million dollars to Whoa. OT. Wow! Wow! I mean, she didn't do it like her sister though. Her sister, her sister sold, sold it for six hundred million. Mm-hmm. But two hundred million, boy. I mean, at this point, they got so much money. I mean, you should just start taking people out of poverty. I mean, well, she got to rack up because you know she's going to be a single mother soon. Rack up um, what? <laughs> according to um, some sources who told Page Six, her and Kanye West are getting a divorce. Um, this is not. This is not uh, Cardi B and Offset. That's hood love. This is Kim Kardashian. Uh, what's that movie that you know? This is uh, California Love. <laughs> when she filed, motherfucker, Beverly Hills or wherever they stay. Oh, you know, what's, what's the place they stay again? Calabasas. Calabasas. Right. This is a Calabasas divorce. So when she filed, that's it, player. So people need to understand that the Kim Ye era may be over. Uh, word on the street is uh, half of them Yeezys. Well, word on the street is Kim had actually been wanting to get a divorce, but she had a goal of five years marriage, five kids. We know she got four kids, and it may be true and it may be not, but for some reason in my mind, it's not unbelievable that she had a number in her head that she wanted to stay at because she's had you know some failed relationships in the past, and you know the Kardashians seem to be very uh, strategic when it comes to the way that they are perceived in the media or the things that they go through, the things that they share. So I can imagine if she was like, okay, you know what? I don't want to get divorced so fast because then people are going to think something is wrong with me. I'm going to wait, wait it out. So what they're doing is they're saying like Kim is focusing on becoming a lawyer, you know, passing the bar and that she cannot keep up with Kanye's I want to be president of the United States antics. So mainstream media is trying to make it seem like Kim is doing so well and like she cannot focus on him losing his mind essentially. Basically she's uh, reworking her brand. She's uh, revamping it. 100%. And she knew. She said, you know what? Let me work out this deal with Cody before all this shit goes down. Um, Let me go ahead and secure this bag. Although, unfortunately I do feel like a divorce from Kanye y'all y'all know how that's gonna go they don't get paid off this divorce they won't get paid. right and d- does he not get half but let me ask you a question though who's richer him or her i think they're about the same yeah they're getting they both getting bags they're both getting bags so i mean they might as well 
keep it a, a, a uncontested because that can get a little, you know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not that rich, so <laughs> so so take what I say with a grain of salt, baller nation. But I would like to think that if Kim cares about Kanye in the way that she has expressed that she cares about him. There really should be no reason to like drag him through the mud, like trying to go through court for all this. Like, sis, you good. Like, I definitely understand and respect that he that he is a father, you know, to your kid and he is financially obligated to take care of them. He is obligated to be in their lives. But I hope it's not a situation where it's like you trying to get spousal support when really sis, you got it. Well, let's hope that their uh, divorce proceedings go well and not as bad as Dr. Dre and his wife, because, you know, it's getting pretty ugly. And now he's he's been been in the hospital for an aneurysm. He's now out. He's doing very well. Uh, What do you guys think about this? Well, a brain aneurysm at that, um, which is really scary, especially at his age. Um, It's sad, you know. I don't necessarily know if it's in direct result to what he has going on as far as his divorce is concerned. It could be, you know, years of poor health or stress. I mean, the man is literally sitting on like $262 million cash and Apple stock on hand right now. So I can imagine that he goes through a lot of business stress or whatever the case is, but I'm sure the divorce with his soon-to-be ex-wife is not helping whatsoever. I still want to, uh, I'm going to take it back to, uh, I want to say about 15 episodes ago when I said, man, he must have did something really bad for her to be at his nut sacks like this. She, he, she is going for the juggler. She you don't give a damn about it. result to her like being upset about something he did or... I don't know. It's a, it's something that we all don't know that happened between the two of them that she is just, she don't give a damn. But I'm glad he's feeling better. One of the best producers of all time. Uh, Dr. Play, get better. She's definitely coming for him. I mean, y'all already know. Mike is muted again. Ah. Y'all already know she was trying to get $2 million in spouse support, um, you know, while they were going through this divorce. But the thing was, like, you know, Dre was saying that he can't afford, you know, this spouse of support. And honestly, whether he actually has the money, the cash on hand, doesn't necessarily mean he can afford to take care of someone who is coming at him like that. Take care of someone who he is no longer in an intimate relationship with. What happened? Um, he's like, nah, like, yeah, someone I might have the money, but that don't mean I can afford it to be spent on you. Now, the one thing that is really sad on top of all this, I don't know if y'all heard, but four people were arrested on his on one of his properties for an alleged burglary. So apparently oh, yeah. he had heard that, you know, he was down bad, he was in the hospital, and they took it as an opportunity to try to burglarize his home. Of course, the cops were called and they were able to arrest these guys before they got away. But it's just like, damn, when it rains, it pours. So to get to, to kind of touch on your point, Rory, does who, it? who knows? Is it karma or is it just a messed up situation? No, I agree. I agree. Uh, before we get into the, my favorite part of the show, I do want to give a shout out to Alabama's uh, Devonta Smith. He wins the Heisman Trophy wide receiver. Wide receivers rarely ever, 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 ever win this award. Uh, I promise y'all, if a quarterback would have won again, we would have just called it the quarterback award because it's always a quarterback. Uh, but a wide receiver won. Um, he deserves 
some snaps. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely going top five in that draft if he decides to go. So, uh, good are y'all ready? To, are y'all ready to have some fun? We need, yeah. this. We need some fun. After so I've been having fun May, all day for real. May day, May day. This is the call. This is the call. May day. It is some white people climbing this goddamn fence. This it's some white in the house in the Capitol building in the Capitol breaking windows, shooting women, get food. Shoot, boy, this girl got bust in the face, big fella. Bro. Oh God, you gonna be all right, Shout What? What? Boom, you gonna be all right, Shout Y'all too friendly. They are not white people. These people that we're talking about terrorists. They are domestic terrorists. Savages. Savages. They're animals. They're thugs. thugs. They are everything that they call people who fight for equality. That is exactly who these people are. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. They are not protesters. Well, I mean, Trump just said that they were good people, though. What do you think about that? Trump said they were good people. He's been saying that. He said it the whole time. I am not shocked by what Donald Trump is calling these people. I'm not shocked at that at all. What I'm shocked at is the blatant disrespect, the blatant racism. My bad. I'm not shocked at that. But what I'm surprised is you guys secured malls better against Black Lives Matter protesters than you did the Capitol from Trump supporters. That is the thing that is, if people in America and around the world do not read the signs and what that means, you are a part of the problem in the world today. If this, if today does not solidify to you that ish over here in America is messed up, then you, my friend, are the problem. And let me just tell people, fill people in right now. This comes as Congress was to confirm Joe Biden 
um, as the official president elect of the United States. Uh, you know, today at 1 p.m. Eastern time, Congress was supposed to go in, you know, count all the electoral college votes um, so they can officially let Trump know that Joe Biden officially won. But in the midst of them doing that, the first objection was uh, from Arizona, was in Arizona. And um, they went, you know, do their little two hour thing, talk amongst themselves, the Senate and the House, you know, separately. And then all of a sudden, protesters come out of nowhere. And then they rush in the Capitol and then somebody gets shot and then they break windows and then so many and thens. Whereas when it comes to Black Lives Matter protesters or people who just simply fight for equality, whether they are Native Indians, whatever group it is other than white people, officers in riot gear would have already been on site before the protest started. They would have already been there. Have y'all been to Washington before? You can't even get yes. on the grass. No. You can't even get on the grass, man. These folks climbed the wall, went inside. Two chains posted a picture of this dude on the, on on somebody's desk with his feet kicked up. That's Nancy Pelosi's desk, and wrote her a letter talking about we will not um, back down. You know, I saw someone uh, put up a tweet. I wish I knew, I wish I could think off the top of my head what this woman's uh, Instagram or Twitter handle is. But she said, why are you guys asking where the cops are? Do you ask where Miley is when Hannah is performing on stage? And boo boo, that did it for me. I said, yes, sis. That excellent that was a great tweet if that did not put that into perspective the same people that we're talking about are here to protect us are the same ones that work against us so who are we to think that they're going to defend true democracy who are we to think that they're going to defend the constitution when they feel that they've been burglarized that they've been robbed based off of what off of lies they feel this based off of lies not facts Nobody wanted to look at the facts. Where the hell were these proud Americans when they robbed Stacey Abrams? Where the hell were they? When they why defend the Constitution only when you feel you were robbed? Why not defend it for everyone if you're a proud American? Ooh, these folks get on my nerves. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. 2022, Stacey Abrams coming back. We're gonna get her ass in that seat too. Let's just say 2021, man. Let's give it up for 2021 so far, man. Uh, all the hoods are coming off and these people are putting themselves in the crossfire. Uh, I'm, I just want these people to know that it doesn't stop what's gonna happen. Trump lost. <laughs> is not going to stop it these people the, the senators who are under their desk probably still uh, are going to come from under there they're going to go back in and they're going to continue counting off these electoral votes and they will announce joe biden as the winner hey, it's not going to stop it you know something weird i actually expected something like this back when obama won but in that, and nothing happened and so to see it happen because of trump losing this it's is what happens to me. Exactly. And you know why, Rari? Because this is what happens when white children do not get their way. It is not solely because Trump lost, because everything that's happening right now in America is not solely because of Trump. He has supporters. He has people that put batteries. He has a cult. He has a he has a, country, a cult, a country that represents people like him from the beginning of the time 
that they stole this land. He had like, it ain't all Trump. But what he did do as president of the United States was he blew them whistles and he woke them folks up. He let those racists know that now is the time for us to rise and shine and take over this country. Let's let's make it great again. What is make it great again? What do you mean by make it great again? You mean to take it back to when white people truly ruled it and nobody else could say nothing. Nobody had absolutely any rights whatsoever. You could die for looking a white person in the eye. I think that is the America that he wants to go back to. Because other than that, what true democracy have we ever really had? I think this is the first time in America that we are seeing people, oppressed people, really take matters into their hands and say, okay, if you're saying that in order for me to have equal rights, I have to vote just to have equal rights, cool, I'ma vote. I'ma play that game for you. Let's see what fucking happens now. Let's see what yeah, happens. Let's see what happens now. And, it, and you know, unfortunately, we are still the minority. They are the majority. So, but we're showing our power. And now, you racist motherfuckers, you... Ooh, 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 yeah, motherfuckers are trouble now, nah, big fella. It's we are not, not our ancestors. We'll bust your ass. Yep. It's not enough for black people to stand up for black people. It's not enough for Native Indians or, or the natives to stand up for themselves or the Asian communities. It's not enough. Every oppressed people has to come together. Every white person who understands what America has truly done and continues to do to people that don't look like them, they have to be real allies. And I think that's the difference. I think with the Black Lives Matter movement being the biggest civil rights movement, we saw lots of people from lots of different cultures come together. And that is why we're seeing some, a little bit of change, a little bit of hope right now. That's why we have that, because we have real allies that understand injustice for one group of people is injustice for all. Well, let me just say today has been a day for the history books. This has never happened in the history of the United States of America. Uh, it still does not change the fact that Trump lost and will lose officially when these uh, senators. Thanks to, and, the peach state. Thanks to the peach state. Go ahead. And and Go ahead. it does it does it it does it uh negate the fact that when these when when Congress resumes this evening, uh that Trump will officially lose again, and he can keep on throwing this tantrum tantrum. Uh, like I said, this is what happens when white children do not get their way. You can literally see these white domestic terrorists terrorize the U.S. Capitol and still be handled with such care with such grace, with such patience. They, I don't care about the few that got a bloody nose. I don't care about the few that are face down, possibly right now with handcuffs. I, for what they have done, they are not receiving the full consequence. They're not. These people of color receive far harsher punishment than what these people are doing for trashing the Capitol. You make America look so weak to every single country right now. If those countries are not planning to attack us right now in our most vulnerable moment, you could come on now. You know they are. We look like we look stupid. We look foolish. We have the nerve to get involved in every other country's democracy. And look at where we are right now. Well, you know where Georgia is right now? In the winner circle, because we done got these two seats in the Senate and uh, 
majority rules, baby. Kamala Harris, it will be the one to be the deciding factor. Uh, shout out to Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff for taking it home, beating Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue officially today. Uh, while Trump is blowing voted, smoke. Man. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying we just got out there and voted. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud because you know the the beautiful thing is Georgia was was here at the final stretch, right? But it really took everybody around the the country to do their part. It took everybody to get to us come to here to mm-hmm. factor. So we really have to acknowledge that we are really strong together. We really need to acknowledge that, like, if we decide that it is time for us to have equality. We're not saying we want to be in power and do to you what you did to us. Nobody's nobody's saying that. We want equality. We want to be able to walk around as comfortably as these white folks. That's all we want. So shout out to everybody who did their part. Shout out to the white people who stood up against racism. Shout out to all the different ethnicities who really came and showed out because and wait. this is really what it's about. And shout out to the meme that's going around that says, and if bet and if I bet was a person and they yeah. have Stacey Abrams picture, they have Stacey Abrams picture on it. 2022. That's fire right there. I love that. We're gonna get Stacey Abrams in the 2022, man. You know, yeah. think about this, y'all. There are so many local um uh uh people who committed who really committed their time to this in all different states all different cities and towns mm-hmm. that we will never know about all yeah. of those people came together hand in in making sure that the local that grass-rooted communities went to the polls there's a, a young young woman here um in atlanta she's eritrean but she's single-handedly in my opinion really bridge the gap between the Habasha communities, which is Ethiopian and Eritrean communities. She bridged the gap between the Habasha communities and American politics. Like what she did within our community, something I could never do. And I am, when I think about her and I multiply that by the hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people who went into their own communities, like, what? I am I am so proud of where we are right now, to be so honest. I am so proud when I think about how hard every single person really worked on this. I'm so proud. For sure, man. I'm so proud. Um, quickly, uh, do you have an update on Ethiopia? It is getting worse. Uh, so let's talk about this. Uh, make sure everyone check out hashtag stop war on Tigray. Tigray is the northern region of Ethiopia, which kind of sits on the border between Ethiopia and Eritrea. So it's almost kind of been treated as like a random piece of land for a long, you know, long period of time. Um, there are multiple ethnic groups in Ethiopia. Some of them are, some of them believe that the war should happen. Most of them don't. Uh, the problem is there is a, a communication blackout. I have not spoken to my mother in over 65 days at this point. I have absolutely no idea where she is. I did just get word a few days ago that the hospital in her town has been completely looted, vandalized, and that is the only hospital in that town. So based off of the little information that I do have, it's difficult to really process and really be able to to tell you what exactly is going on because there is no real media coverage. This is just people somehow being able to sneak a photo online or, you know, um, there's no real coverage and there's no direct communication with the people of the Tigray region. So, you know, 
you're putting the pieces together and you're like, okay, well, damn, you know, two hospitals were vandalized in this town and they don't have any ambulance and there's no food and there's no water. So just by putting all these pieces together, it's really bad. Um, so I'm hoping to help get more awareness out to it. I'm hoping that for, uh, for the next episode of the Ball Alert Show, I have a really amazing advocate come on to tell us more about it in detail. Um, it is really sad and we need awareness. So it's difficult. You know, I'm celebrating the accomplishments that I'm seeing in America today, even though we have a lot of shit going, you know, going against us on the other end. But again, going back to what I said earlier, injustice anywhere is really injustice everywhere. So if we're saying that black lives matter, all black lives have to matter. And I'm not saying that I expect people to hop on a plane and, and go protest in Africa, but I would love to see people just educate themselves on what's going on. Educate yourself on the history of Ethiopia and actually how much it means to black people. It, it, it means a lot to, to who we are. So I would love to just continue to, to try and bring that to light. And if you have a moment, please go to my page on Instagram at underscore susolo, S-U-S-O-L-O. And you can check out different posts that I have on there. And I can also direct you to different links if you want to educate yourself on it. And most importantly, just spread, spread awareness. That's all we need. We just need the right people to hear what's going on. And we need, um, we need international involvement. We need we need other foreign countries to condemn what the prime minister Abi is doing and make sure that he's held accountable for the war, war crimes he's committing. So hopefully I have good news soon. But as of right now, we are still doing really bad, really bad. And that is just the reality of it. People are lost, separated from their families. They're hungry. They're dead. They're thirsty. There's no medical treatment. There's nothing. So it doesn't get any more chaotic than that. But we will continue to pray for Ethiopia and Eritrea as well. And all of all of Africa that has been honestly looted from the beginning of time. It's all of Africa. And what we see here is um, the result of being oppressed, uh, the result of being robbed of your resources and that this is this is what happens when you don't truly fight for democracy. It, this is what happens. So I hope that we uh, hope that we get right soon. For sure. Thank you for that, Sue. Definitely for sure. for you, as always. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be right back with more of the Baller Alert Show. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Message. All right, let's get into baller mail. Oh my goodness. That'd be my favorite part of the show. Dear Rari, my man is cheating on me, but I love him and I don't want to leave him. I originally said it was okay for him to sleep with his baby mama because he likes sex way more often than I do. But now he's having sex with her way more than me. I don't know what to do. I'm gonna read this again, cause this right here is a bag of craziness. Dear Rari, my man is cheating on me, but I love him and I don't want to leave him. I originally said it was okay for him to sl- have sex, to, for him to sleep with his baby mama because he likes sex way more, more often than I do. But now he's having sex with her way more than me. I don't know what to do. Uh, you created a monster, baby. Uh, I'm gonna go right in there. You created a monster. You allowed this this behavior to happen, and he had his cake and he was eating it too. And now he wants more cake and he wants more cake. So the only thing that I could think of, I don't think that you, I didn't see any kids in this in this uh, what you told me. So you need to get the hell on. I mean, you need to to leave. Hopefully y'all don't stay together If y'all stay together That's a whole nother thing And if you depend on him financially That's a whole nother thing uh, But you need to plan your exit Because uh, originally saying It was okay for him to see With his baby mama That is a sign of for disaster That don't that That's stupid You're stupid That's a stupid That's not smart That's not That's, that's not safe what if he gets baby mom pregnant? Like, what, what what type of bullshit is this? But hey, uh, if I can give you some some real uh, advice, I would say get the hell on, uh, get out of Dodge, and don't ever do that again. Uh, yeah, if you if you it, there are situations out there where there are sister wives. I haven't seen one that lasted. <laughs> I've seen them start. And end, but I haven't seen one that has lasted. So, uh, in my in my lifetime, I've only seen issues come from this type of situation. You're clearly another example of why you shouldn't allow such things unless both of y'all agree, and both of y'all continue to agree, and y'all have open relationships. This doesn't seem like it's an open relationship. It seems like he has an open relationship, and you have a closed relationship. And what type of dumb shit is that? I'm done. Well, uh, yeah. This, it just great. goes with this episode. Very Trump-like. Very dumb. Just pointless. This episode is called The Trump Show. 
and this goes along in the episode <laughs> you know what i'm saying um to be continued because um i'm gonna go back and, and finish this reality show this is the season of finale of the white house and it's gonna go to to january 20. i haven't turned it off yet i keep looking up the tv is on we will continue to talk about these domestic hey. terrorists. Hey. And let me just say, there's a video of the white woman who was shot on Capitol grounds, okay? Mm -hmm. And I am not sorry for how insensitive anybody thinks this sounds. Hear, hear me, I am not sorry for what I'm about to say. She got more aid than Breonna Taylor. She got more aid from people who knew that she was in that building unlawfully. They knew she was in there unlawfully. She got more aid than Breonna Taylor who was asleep in her bed. I'm sick of America right mm -hmm. now. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of it. Yeah, that's the part of words for me. No, no free bands, no, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm yeah, that was- I got some part of words. The Proud Boys in the building tonight. enough of Baller Alert? Follow us on all social media platforms at Baller Alert or log on to BallerAlert.com.